Interesting, another podcast, and this time it's just going to be solo. It's just going to be me. And uh, this is one something I've had on my board, on the board in my office for a little bit of, a little bit of time now, uh, coming up with different topics that we can be um, talking about. But this one is a little bit more closer to my heart and really kind of comes from me. Um, I've thought a lot about um, values over... I don't know, the past couple of years, probably even more importantly during COVID now in the pandemic, but really how do you define liabilities and assets? And I look at that in the terms of human capital in any business, especially mine, um, exactly what are the liabilities and the assets that I do have? And this is something that we've talked about in staff meetings over the previous year about aligning yourself appropriately so that you move from a liability column to an asset column. And I want to go a little bit deeper into something like that because this is going to be a podcast that's amended to an older post that I've done um, earlier this year. And that one was all around the aspect of interviewing tips at an agency. We've gone through some, right now we're not currently hiring anybody because of the uh, coronavirus pandemic, but um, we've gone through some spurts in the past 12 months and we're looking for particular types of people. And it's not the easiest way to find um, qualified talent. And by qualifications, uh, really go speak way further than from a resume. I think that is a passing by at 25 mile, miles per hour down the road type of an attraction. Uh, I see someone's resume and they have some things that point out to me on that. I look, like to look at their portfolio. I like to talk to references. I like to see exactly what it is that they can potentially do for us and our customers. More importantly, do they fit our culture? And are they going to work well with other team members? Because we care a lot about our culture and how people interwork with one another at the office. Um, that says a lot for how we present ourselves in a natural state in front of clients. So um, let's, let's kind of go into the aspects of where I come from in regards to um, liability versus an aspect. So a liability um, the definition of it is a person or thing whose presence or behavior is likely to cause an embarrassment or put uh, one at a disadvantages. So people could argue right now that certain people in office are a political liability. Um, it could be someone associated with someone high up in office of them being a liability. Um, if you have a car note, if you've got a mortgage, those are liabilities in your asset column, or I'm sorry, in your, like your personal uh, profit and loss statement. Um, so we, we move forward from that is essentially what is an asset? And I guess there's a lot of different types of asset, but I'm looking at something of value. Or let's look at the definition. A use for a valuable thing, person, or quality. And in my opinion, what I tell my staff is I want you to work on moving yourself from the liability to the asset column. Everybody's hired in originally because they are an asset or they are perceived to be an asset. Um, but there's costs against doing all those things. There's com computers. We only get the best computers to give to our staff, dual screens. Um, there's a lot of amenities that they're provided with, including the place of business that is currently basically at a vacancy for the past 60 plus days. Um, but all of these other aspects, um, the benefits package, we have a pretty damn good benefits package and we now have 401k as well. So those are all things that are put into this as someone's coming into us that's perceived to be as an asset. How are they going to be a return on investment and redoing so? 
But then I look at how they're interacting with the team and then how their personality works with team members and clients. And then I look at what do they bring in terms of value that we show as an agency to our clients. So I want them to continuously move themselves. If that's going to be training, if that's going to be um, them doing something outside of the office, it could be them being involved with some type of uh, charity or other types of, uh, you know, higher education, going to conferences, learning stuff on YouTube or on third-party sites to make themselves better. They put more in their asset column for an employer and people should be looking at things that way. So it's really, it comes down to what is the aspects of human currency that you bring to the table? Um, it's interesting. I think that we're going to have a very interesting phase that's going to be moving forward uh, over the next couple months. Um, obviously, because of the coronavirus pandemic and everything that's been going on, um, a lot of people are out of work. They've had numerous types of um, stimulus packages uh, today in the news. Looks like the Democrats are going to be coming across with a $300 trillion package. And uh, some of that's going to be coming more money to consumers um, and businesses. And it's just going to be really, really challenging. Um, how long is unemployment going to last for everybody? And when people are being called back to work, whether they want to go or not. Right now, there's, um, I know, quite a few other business owners, and they're having some challenges because some of their staff is making actually more in unemployment or um, in the construction industry. We just had that restart here in Michigan last week. So I have a feeling that the job market is going to be very interesting in the next uh, 30 to 120 days. Uh, I'm going throughout the, the rest of the year. And there's going to be a lot of interviews that are going to be happening. So I always... Um, and interested in the way that people show up. And I have some expectations. In fact, um, there's probably a lot of nuances with me that my staff and uh, current and previous that would speak of me uh, specifically, but my expectations are high. Um, and But I, I also feel that being in this business for over 20 years, I've earned some of those expectations to a big extent. Um, annoying phone calls coming in. Um, but... I guess essentially we have to evolve and we have to present ourselves in such a way that you want to look as a perceived asset and it's going to be immediately felt and seen when um, somebody walks in your door. So I can tell you that um, from this, this, from my point of view, it all starts with that interview. It's going to be when I see that resume come across the desk, when I see the file name for the resume I actually look at or their CV, when I link out to their website, and I don't care if it's a Squarespace or it's a Wix or it's something similar, I like to be able to understand a little bit more about that person. I'm going to do research of them online if I have interest, and they seem to be fitting the gamut. But it's all going to start with that interview. Do they um, show up on time? Are they going to be dressed appropriately? Are they going to bring copies of their resume and their cover letter? Are they going to, you know, become nervous? Um, what do they know about the company? What do they know about potentially the place that they're coming to to say, hey, pay me $40,000, $100,000 a year. I want to work for you. But then they can't tell you much about the history and the background of what you guys do. So it all comes down to, you know, for me, what we're hiring for is always going to be about people. And then it's going to be the processes that we're continuously changing and growing inside the company and then the products that we make. Um, and I, I think, it, you know, with people, that's always where it's going to end up starting at. And they demonstrate everything on that first couple minutes when they end up walking in. Um, that's going to be 
a big deciding factor for me. Um, actually, the first five minutes or so of the um, interview. But specifically, when I ask, what do you know about us? I'm looking to really have them be creatively, you know, speak in a, in a comfort from a, from a place of comfort that they have some confidence that that information's there. They're just not struggling with some very plastic, uh, basic type of information. Um, in any new relationship, you're going to go through a couple stages. And I think people become nervous. They feel kind of excited. And then you get into a little bit more of a comfort phase. I'd like to try to get them in there as quickly as possible. But if they don't know much about us and they're expecting to get a job from us, um, that interview is going to get run over pretty quickly. Um, and it's, it's really from a point of being cordial. I don't want to waste anybody's time. I don't want to make them think that they have an opportunity or a chance when really they've kind of uh, jumped over the fence for me. I'm just going to be kind of straight, straightforward and honest with them to give them pointers on what they should do next time around. And uh, believe it or not, I've had people come back to me after the fact and thank me for those things um, and actually try to come back for future interviews. We've had people that are currently employed at the agency right now that have left in the past or were fired and come back after going through some growth periods and maturity aspects. So, you know, walking into an interview um, when you're getting back in the job market or you're looking to move other places, you really need to think about a handful of things. And I'm going to kind of summarize that up in regards to this here. Um, are you really qualified to get that interview? And by qualification means is, um, can you walk the talk? And what is really your perception of what you're able to produce? Because we do get a lot of people that are at the younger stages of their career and, we also have a number of people that come and are asking for unbelievable um, uh, compensation packages and they really were just comfortable somewhere and they seem to take care of things, but they really have um, dalt on their, their actual capabilities as an asset to a company. Um, they haven't kept up with the times. They really haven't followed along with things and they don't know how to handle all these other things. They had a comfort level, then they left or were let go. And now they want to maintain that status of life. And it's just not essentially always going to be a reality. So are you just graduated? Did you just graduate from college or get your certificate somewhere? Or you have very light experience and it's not that great. You can overcome that if you come into the interview showing where all of your assets are going to be and, and allow those to be seen and heard immediately that you're going to make up the difference of those. That's something a person like me is going to probably gamble and it's going to resonate a lot more with. Um, when you get called for an interview, follow through. Email that person that's calling you or sending you things and by all means, it's your responsibility to show up on time. It's your responsibility. You have quarters for your parking meter. You need to take... Um, you need to take some, um, some interest in knowing how you're going to get there and the, the, the way to get there and take care of your life, man. Like show up there on time. And, and the other thing is be presentable. We're not looking for suits and ties to show up here, but I think you need to match the job you're going to be shown at. And when in doubt, show up like you would for maybe, um, well, this is probably a horrible example, but for a friend's wake, um, look appropriate, look, look, look nice. Um, and be prepared. Have a resume. Do you need to be able to show a portfolio? Are there other things available that maybe you have on your computer hard drive? Have your laptop with you. Have those things printed out. Um, have URLs already put up and ready inside of tabs on your browser. If you are looking to connect to the internet and need to do that, uh, anybody can tether from a cell phone. Already have that ready, ready to go for yourself. You know, don't try to fumble around with trying to enter in our weird Wi-Fi password with all the encryption has on it. 
Um, if you're nervous, walk in and, um, you know, go through all the cordial greetings and everything and just let us know. Say, hey, you know what? I'm a little nervous, man. I'm kind of a hectic day. I've got some things going on, but I, I want to talk to you guys. I want to tell you um, what I think about your company and that I am a great match for you. I really want to be here. Um, come with questions and don't just do a search online and come up with all the basic uh, plastic questions. Uh, really take some time to go through our site. If you know about us in the industry as in specific or individuals, come with those questions and make them relevant. Um, you're going to want to know more about who you're going to be working with, what you're going to be working on, what these expectations are going to be. Give some input in regards to things like that. It's okay to be informative. This is a two-way decision. You have to agree if we make an offer to come and work for us. Uh, we have to make that offer first, of course, but that's a two-way street. So there's an equal playing ground you're going to be on. And then specifically talk about what you know. Um, talk about and show us. And if you don't know certain things, it's okay to say, I don't know that. I know only up to this extent. I only know so much. I usually like to throw out some really um, pretty specific questions uh, that's that, that are going to be related to SEO historically. And a lot of times I do that to just get a breath of what that person potentially does know. Um, don't come in and say you're an expert unless you really, really are. And I don't even know why you would want to work here if you're such an expert because you're going to yield so much. So essentially, um, that kind of wraps it up. That's going to set yourself up the best way possible to get yourself in the door. Now that you've gotten in the door and you had an interview and you felt really good about it, follow up. Send that thank you email to those individuals. Um, don't be pestering. You're obviously going to leave and ask about the fact of when a decision's being made for a new hire. And that's okay to take those pointers and actually um, follow up as necessary. Um, we still get handwritten cards. Those are pretty impressive. That shows, I really think, the tenacity of the person, where their head is at, how they are as a human being. And for us here, I talked about before our, our three Ps, but people is at the top of it. So if I have good human assets, I have a leg up on my competition and what I can present to my clients out there because I got people that care about what's going on, what's going to happen. They're empathetic. They feel for what needs to, what needs to transact and what our responsibilities are as individuals. That's pretty huge. And that it brings forth a lot of value in clients specifically. So do that follow up, be cordial about it. Don't be overbearing. Um, and try to make an impression make an impression in a legal appropriate way if you really want the job and you really think that you deserve to be here. Um, that's going to come through to the interviewing agents and that's going to make a difference in your success in the future. Um, we're going to head out now. Probably hit that pumper in a little bit too quick. Obviously. I'm working on this new podcasting equipment that we do have, I like these little touch pads that they have, but uh, it's the 301 Redirect Podcast. Thank you for listening. Na, 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 na.